what's up couch queens this is your host lex if you are new here welcome grab you a glass of wine tea coffee get comfy and let's get right into it honey all right y'all so with everything going on I just felt the need to do a mental health check. Are y'all okay? I mean, really, is there, there is a lot of sugar, honey, iced tea going on these days. And I feel like personally, it is messing with my mental and I am eternalizing this. Um, I mean, really, let's just reflect for a minute. We've been in quarantine for months for a few months now the norm has been ripped from a lot of us pretty much all of us in some way form or fashion people are getting sick people are dying the police continue to lose their daggone minds and i mean do i need to go on like it's just a lot going on um so with that being said we need to make sure we are taking a break from the house okay and from social media and we need to check in with each other okay really check in with each other y'all because some of us is not okay i'm going to be completely honest with you some of us are definitely not okay um but like i always say just like in aa you need to admit when you have a problem right now i'm i'm having a problem and i'm going to be humble open transparent with you guys um more on memorial day i actually um had a panic attack um and without spilling too much tea i just got to a point where i was just extremely overwhelmed i actually um could not breathe if my throat was closing and i was sent rushed to the hospital um and this is something that i have been battling with for years y'all like everything else but like everything else is a journey okay um so now i know y'all like why why are you telling us this lex well because i'm i'm telling you this because i know there is someone out there who is battling anxiety and i want to let you know sis or bro that it is okay it is okay to not be okay we are humans we are not obligated to always be okay but once you realize that you're not okay, once you have identified the problem, now you need to find a solution, period. So that's exactly what we are going to talk about. How to identify anxiety, knowing how to know your triggers and finding some solutions, sis. Okay? So call me, call me Dr. Lex today. Okay? Call me Dr. Lex. Um. So, first of all, we need to identify what anxiety is. What is anxiety? Anxiety is a mental health condition that can cause feelings of worry, fear, or tension. Um, and just as a disclaimer, everything that I'm saying in this podcast today has been researched. So, it's not something that I just made up in my head. This is research-based information. Um, okay, so moving on. For some people, anxiety can also cause panic attacks. You, Lou, I'm one of those people. <laughs> um, so if you don't know, panic attacks come on very suddenly and involve intense and often overwhelming fear. 
they're accompanied by uh, frightening physical symptoms. Um, and we'll talk about those symptoms later on, okay? But um, if you guys also do not know, there is a fine line between anxiety attacks and panic attacks, okay? So the fine line is the depersonalization um, part of symptoms. So detachment and depersonalization. Um, so that is that is the only difference is the depersonalization portion. Um, now that we know. Now that we know the triggers, okay, we need to, I mean, now we know the the gist of anxiety. I'm sorry, y'all. Now we know the gist of anxiety. Um, we need to identify some triggers, okay? Now, these are not all the triggers. These are some of the triggers that are more, I feel like they're more um, common right now. Um, so these are very key. So listen up, honey, because it's a list. Uh, just a list of 10 things. It's not a list of 20. I can keep going here all night long, okay? <laughs> um, so first, number one, health issues. If you have a health diagnosis that is upsetting, so cancer or some other chronic illness, that in itself can trigger your anxiety, beloved, okay? It can even make it worse. This can be very triggering because of the immediate and personal feelings it produces. So I know um, y'all probably thinking, well, Lex, how, how are we supposed to fix that? If I'm sick, then I'm sick, you know. Um, but hold on, sugar. I'm going to help you out, okay? <laughs> you can reduce this anxiety by proactively talking to your doctor and get a therapist um you know just having that strong line of communication with your doctor and your therapist and they can help you learn how to manage your emotions now this is this is the case with a lot of the other things so if you hear me repeat it myself that's that's because that's the solution um to a lot of situations when it comes to triggers is just reaching out for help all right, so anyway, number two, medications. Now, y'all, I have had a personal experience with this. Um, I have had medication where it was not really working with another medication. I actually had to call my doctor and be like, yo, these side effects I'm having is not okay. All right, so... um. So, and also you need to make sure that you tell your doctor. So like when your doctor asks you what type of medication you're on, you need to tell them all the medication you're on. If you take it every day, you need to tell them because that can affect your mental. If they prescribe you a controlled substance and then you get prescribed another controlled substance or even over the counter stuff, you know, that's like a mess with your anxiety that could create more anxiety some things some medications just don't mix um and even over-the-counter medications can also trigger you so yeah y'all just just make sure read the back of the bottles um that's very important so 
so like I said before, the active ingredients in these medications may make you feel uneasy or unwell. Those feelings can set off a series of events in your mind and body that may lead to an additional symptoms of anxiety, like I said before. Um, so here are some medications that may trigger anxiety. Birth control. Just think about what you use birth control for, what birth control has inside of it, extra hormones. Extra hormones, hormones along with another medication cannot be the best fit for you, you know. Um, cough and congestion medications. Y'all, please stop taking that Dagon Benadryl and that nighttime cough medicine every night so you can go to sleep. Drink some damn sleepy time tea, some chamomile, y'all. Don't don't keep taking that stuff, okay? Just stop. I'm I'm a victim to it, okay? I used to take it all the time. Well not all the time. I sound kinda of crazy. Um <laughs> I used to take it. I used to take it though often when I couldn't go to sleep, but that's not that's not the way, baby. That's not it. Um, weight loss medications can also create a sense of anxiety in you as well. If you feel like you may have anxiety from this specific trigger, then you need to call Tyrone, and Tyrone is your doctor. Okay, I'm naming him Tyrone or she Tyrone, and tell them you need to change that medication. Period. Okay, next, next one. Caffeine. Number three is caffeine. To all of my Starbucks lovers, this is for you. I am one of them, and I ain't even gonna lie to y'all, okay? A lot of people rely on that hot cup of coffee. Now, I don't drink coffee every morning like I used to. Um, I used to drink a lot of coffee in college. But anyway, to wake... There people. A lot of people rely on coffee to wake up, um, to help them wake up. But according to a study done in 2010, it can actually trigger or worsen anxiety. So if you have a panic disorder or social anxiety disorder, you really need to chill out on the coffee. So beloved, you need to chill on the venti sized coffees, both cold and hot, every time you go to Starbucks. It's not needed. Just stop. Okay? Um, I'm not saying cut coffee cold turkey because some people really enjoy coffee, but just chill out on it, you know? Get get coffee that has a lower caffeine level. They have coffees like that. All you have to do is look on Starbucks if you're a Starbucks fanatic like I am, and look at the caffeine levels. They'll tell you how strong a coffee is. Um. Anyway, number four, skipping meals. Yes, honey, I'm all up in your refrigerator with this one. Okay. <laughs> um. When you don't eat, your blood sugar obviously will drop. Okay, it may drop. That can lead to jittery hands and rumbling tummies. It can also be a trigger of your anxiety. Okay, baby girl? Even if you don't want to eat a whole meal, and I trust me, I've been there before. I have skipped meals before, not intentionally, just because. Um, and I get, and I get like, I definitely have been here before, okay? Um, but when I do get that way, I tend to drink um, or make a smoothie or eat some fruit. So if this is you, try to just eat a little something, okay? Just eat a little something to not even put your tummy, but just to give you some type of sugar. Um, and I did this a lot when I was teaching. The day would just go by so fast. We would be so busy that I sometimes didn't even get to eat my lunch. 
And because I didn't eat, didn't get eat. Oh wow, y'all! Let me chill out. <laughs> because I did not get to eat my lunch. There we go, baby girl. Calm down. Um. And I was already had so much anxiety from the day because, like I said, I'm a kindergarten teacher. It's a lot. Little kindergarten babies is a lot. It's very stressful. Um, so you have to make sure that you give yourself some sugar, you know, because I've had incidents where I feel like real anxious because I didn't eat. Okay, moving on. Number five negative thinking this is me okay if you didn't know honey your mind controls much of your body especially when it comes to anxiety so when you got that negative nancy hollering in your brain honey in your conscience you're talking loud when you're upset and frustrated those words you say to yourself can trigger greater feelings of anxiety i wouldn't lie to y'all these are facts if you tend to use a lot of negative words, and like I said, you might not be doing it on purpose. I don't think anybody wants to talk to themselves on purpose, you know, negative on purpose. But when you talk to yourself negatively, when you're thinking um, about yourself, learning to refocus your language and feelings when you are, when you start to go down that path, that downward path is, I mean, it's helpful. Working with a therapist can be incredibly helpful with this process, okay? So that therapist can teach you how to properly talk to yourself, you know? Number six, so relatable right now. Really, definitely relatable. Financial concerns, y'all. A lot of people have lost their jobs. A lot of people are virtually teaching, you know? I'm one of those people. A lot of people are just virtually working from home. People are getting laid off left and right. This is very relatable right now. If you are worrying about, you know, everybody worries about saving money or having debt, but little do you know, it can trigger your anxiety. Um, it can trigger your anxiety. You worry, you worrying about unexpected bills or money fears, um, our money fears are triggers too. And yes, if this is a consistent struggle for you, you need to reach out to a financial advisor um, so they can help you learn how to manage these this type of trigger. And like that's fact, y'all. Don't think that I want to call financial advisors because I don't want them all up in my financial business. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Just call somebody, please. And like I said, people are getting sick and dying. So who's to know that the person that was in charge of your financial stuff all of a sudden just passed away and you don't know what to do. You don't know how to handle bills. You don't know what to do, especially now. So reach out to somebody, okay? Um, number seven, parties and social events. Um, for people who get anxious at the clubs, okay, and the parties and the other events, social events that require you to make small talk or interact with people you don't know, if you don't know, I'm telling you, if you get anxious while you're at the club or at a social event, this could be a trigger. This is a triggering feeling. can make you feel anxious, okay? And um, and it's hard. It ties into social anxiety. Social anxiety is real, y'all. 
Um, and I know that since things have been opening up, and even before they weren't opening up, I'm the people who have social anxiety, I'm pretty sure when you guys went to Target or Walmart and, you know, you just, you feel this anxiousness because everything is just so controlled. That can make you anxious. And even when things open back up, that can make you anxious. You know what I mean? So the solution to this is, well, this is what people have said, that this is a solution um, to bring someone that you trust and that eases your worries. Okay, that it you know makes you feel comfortable enough in a setting, and then talk to a professional to help you find other coping mechanisms so you can attend these events. Okay, because when I was at open, I don't know about y'all, but I'm going to the branch, I'm going to the club, first one in the line, I'm going to the club, I'm going to the branch, I'm going everywhere. Okay, number eight, conflict, very common trigger as well. You may have conflict with significant others or family members which can turn into arguments disagreements etc these are these could be a trigger or they can worsen your anxiety if conflict triggers you you may need to learn conflict resolution strategies and reach out to a therapist or other mental health experts to learn how to um, manage these feelings and begin the healing process. Um, y'all, like, this is, this is real, and not to make this about me, but as a teacher, when this thing started, and still to this day, to this day, I am worried about my kids, like my students, because I know a lot of them, and not just my kids in my classroom, but the kids in my school, a lot of them Going to school was their outlet, and a lot of people, teachers, going to work was their outlet. There's no telling what's going on at home, you know what I mean? So, like, abuse, sexual, emotional, or physical abuse, both adult and children, you know what I mean? It's, I can't even imagine how you feel right now, like, being cooped up in the house and dealing with that for a little over three months, like, yo, that... You now that everything is starting to open up, you need to this is your opportunity to reach out for help. And yes, if you was wondering, looking for a sign, I'm telling you, it, it, you need to reach out for help seriously because that's that's not healthy. And conflict can really make you just, especially in this pandemic, baby. Who, anyway? So, oh excuse me, y'all. I'm so sorry. Number nine, I had pizza before I did this. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> Number nine, stress. Y'all, stress is, is it might, might as well be the word for 2020 right now, stressed, okay? But everyday stress can trigger you. Traffic jams, missing work, virtually working, virtually teaching is one for me, okay? Virtually teaching. In my case... It's a stressor, okay? Social media can be a stressor. All of this, if you do not take care of yourself, can create a long-term or a chronic stress, a stress, um, can create chronic stress and thus can lead to long-term anxiety and other health problems. This can lead to other behaviors like skipping meals, like we talked about before, drinking alcohol, 
maybe dipping and dabbing to little drugs, okay? Or not getting enough sleep. These can worsen anxiety too. So, Lex, what are we supposed to do? Well, you need to learn some coping mechanisms, okay? Like I said about 5,000 times before, get a therapist or a counselor. It can help you learn how to recognize your sources of stress and handle them when they come, when they become overwhelming or problematic. All right. So now I'm preaching to the choir. Okay. I'm talking to myself too on this one. I need to really take some time to work on this and I'm working on it, but it's a journey. Okay. Um, but I have made a great step in the right direction. Like I'm telling y'all about getting a therapist. I recently, recently am looking for, I've been looking for a therapist. So that is something that I'm working on to get. So yay me. Um, but of course, a lot of the therapists right now are, they have either a wait list, um, and they're not open inside yet, which is understandable. And a lot of them are virtual. So if you're looking for a, a therapist or a counselor, just know that a lot of them are virtual. But uh, some help is better than no help. Okay? Okay. All right. Number 10. This is the last one on the list, y'all. I promise. Personal triggers. These can be harder to identify, but you see a lot. I mean, if you see... A mental health specialist they can help you identify these a personal trigger is just that it is something that reminds you of either consciously or unconsciously of a bad memory or traumatic event in your life okay so prime example boom people who have been diagnosed with PTSD frequently frequently experience anxiety triggers from their environment all right so this is not something that will be done overnight, honey child, okay? Healing is a what journey? Healing is a what? For the people in the back, a journey, okay? Just remember that. So now, I want to quickly give you some ways to help you identify your triggers. Um, Not, not your triggers, but yes, help you identify your triggers. Sorry, y'all. I am a, as y'all know, I'm a paper and pencil type of girl. Um, so what I do is I write in a journal, okay? I write down, and I used to do this a while ago. I fell off of doing it. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Um, but writing in a journal helps you to basically look back and see, one, your growth, okay? And to also monitor what your triggers are. So by recording that information, it'll help you identify your triggers and thus can help you more efficiently on your on your self-care journey, okay? Um, so, and I've also been using some apps that I'm going to share with you guys real, real quick. I'm sure you have heard of some of these. Um, so I have three apps that I've been using. Headspace, which is a guided meditation app. And so much more, it helps with balance and peace across all aspects of your daily life. And um, it helps you develop some type of consistency when it comes to mindfulness. When you're um, for practicing mindfulness with Headspace, 
you can help. It can help you develop better focus, decrease your stress, and become less reactive to your anxiety triggers. Okay. Um, number two, rooted, which is something else I just discovered. It helps you work on improving your panic and anxious mood. You can do mindful exercises, and it also gives you a step-by-step guide on tactics. Um, and practice like deep breathing, um, and you know how to basically make the anxiety attack go away without you know if you were ever by yourself um so another feature that it has is emergency it has emergency contact button that makes it simple to call a loved one or a hotline when you're in distress yes i love this part of this app um because when you're having a panic attack it's hard because of the, if you're experiencing that closed throat feeling, a lot of times it's hard for you to actually to communicate. Um, so by you being able to just press a button, it's very, very helpful um, to get in contact with somebody and just hear somebody's voice and that may calm you down. I know that calms me down. I actually... Most of the time when I have a panic attack, I call my boyfriend and he calms me down. He doesn't really say much. <laughs> hey, Bubba. Um, but he doesn't really say much, but his voice is very calming and soothing. So that's helpful, girl. Get that app, okay? Um, number three, of course, I have, I have to mention this one, Calm App. I've used this before, but I needed to start using it again. This app helps. It this app helps with sleep, meditation, and relaxation. These guided meditations are perfect for complete. Um, no, no, okay. I don't know what I put on this thing, y'all. <laughs> uh, but it is it's created by people who are very well experienced in the psychology and um you know the psychology field so they created this thing to really help people um and you know it helps with sleep which is very important for managing stress but it also is one of the first things sleep is one of the first things to become problematic when you're anxious i have been experiencing that all week and since I've been dealing with anxiety. So this is definitely true. Um, in addition, it can help you with a, it gives you an array of, of different daily meditations. I actually did a meditation um, the other day and it was only like five minutes. So you can basically change the time on the app to, to give you that, you know, you change the duration of the meditation. I, for one, I'm not ready to lay down and look at the ceiling for 10 minutes. <laughs> um, but we'll talk about meditation in another um, podcast. But it's, it has been helpful to create that mindfulness, to just take a break from life and just go to another another realm, you know. Um, and make sure, you know... You guys, that's that's it for my list of apps. But I just wanted to mention to make sure that you're being honest with yourself. Hot, open, humble, open, and transparent. Okay, be hot with yourself. 
love on yourself, be patient with yourself, and be willing to explore things in your past to identify how they may affect you today. A lot of times we don't want to dig deep and dig up those old bones, you know what I mean? We don't want anybody to see the skeletons in our closet because, or we don't want to re relive those situations. But sometimes reliving those situations can help you move on. Um, and sis, now that that we know our triggers, I gave you tips to identify those triggers. Let's talk about symptoms, okay? I told you guys want to talk about symptoms. I probably should have did this another way. I should probably should have did the symptoms first, but I wanted to get. All that other stuff out the way because it's you know it's important. Um, so symptoms of anxiety. Here are the symptoms for anxiety: uncontrollable worry, fear, muscle tension, a fast heartbeat, difficulty sleeping or insomnia, difficulty concentrating, physical discomfort, um, tingling. Restlessness, feeling on edge, irritability. If you experience these symptoms regularly for six months or more, you may have generalized anxiety disorder, GAD. Um, other types of anxiety disorder exist as well. The symptoms for those may be a tad bit different than GAD, okay? Um, for example, with panic disorder, you may experience the rapid heartbeat, palpitation, sweating, trembling, shaking, feeling as if your throat is closing, which is something I was explaining earlier. I know these symptoms seem very scary, but it's true, y'all. It really is true. Um, so, my cash queens, don't be afraid of someone judging you. If you feel like you're being judged, like I talked to y'all about in the last episode, What About Your Friends? then if they're judging you, then they don't need to be in your circle, baby, okay? They just don't. Mm -mm. If you're dealing with any anxiety, get help. We are all humans. We go through sugar, honey, iced tea, especially right now, okay? And that is okay. It's okay, but it's more important to find a solution um, instead of just constantly bringing up the problem over and over again. I'm considering making a part two to this podcast because I want to do more research and um, expand on this subject a little bit more um, because I know it could be helpful to the people. So stay tuned. If no one has told you today they love you, I do. I love you. And I will catch you guys on the couch next time. Peace.